we do not go anywhere near the surface. Got it? Everything good is above the surface. Walking, air, <gasps> the sky, clouds, the sun. Whoa, don't look at it. Just kidding. Definitely look at it. Garbage in, garbage out. Hello, hello, all you gigalos. Welcome to Garbage In, Garbage Out. I'm your host, Kelton, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Grift. How's it going, buddy? Good. Enjoying White Boy Summer uh, a, a little too much as I was late to the late, late to the show. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you for being understanding of a fellow professional and, uh, you know, letting letting me live my life. Uh, there, there's there's a lot of grass to touch out there. <laughs> you know, it's an important thing, too, you know, because uh, it's not like, you know, you were running late and it's Father's Day and I could have been spending those precious moments with my child <laughs> before recording. So, you know, I'm, I'm just glad <laughs> that, uh, that that everything worked out in the end. But uh, this week we are joined uh, by uh, uh, Kelgor from Troutcast, I guess, is like the the best way to to do a plug. Yeah, sure. Okay, I mean, yeah. like, uh, I'm going to talk about your podcast, but you also are on YouTube and you work on a variety of other projects. How's it going? Yeah, I'll do anything. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I uh, I've been making episodes of the Troutcast. Um, it's been really fun. Uh, YouTube's cool, like making videos. Just kind of, I'm kind of trying to figure out exactly uh, my niche. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just kind of trying a little bit of everything. Seems like it's going over pretty well. I, I keep advising everyone to just start uploading their podcast episodes onto Frostwire and then just saying like new J. Cole album as the title and then just seeing like what you gotta pops up. Like the, you got to include like the, you got to include like the dot like yeah. EXX or whatever, like sketchy yeah, file yeah. name that that goes with the with the uh, limewire download. Um, uh, Kel, uh, Kelgore, I remember. Like, I really enjoyed that fantasy um, series that you um, produced for that podcast. Thank you. That was like the first thing I ever did. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like. I'm. I don't know. I'm just sort of like walking through how you ended up a guest on here, and then just honestly, just like general like Twitter riffing. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it's it's good times. I think. Um, Twitter's cool because it's like you find friends based on interests and values rather than just like convenience. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. You find some cool people on there you, you, or not. You, I was about to say, you know, <laughs> I'm glad that's been your experience. But have you ever decided to maybe slander the New York Knicks at 3 a.m., turn your phone off and then see what the results were the following morning? Because it's not no, pretty. I, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've made a couple of those kind of tweets, too. The mute the mute uh, feature really helps there. It, it, it definitely is. You know, I'll never get involved in sports Twitter beef. Like the only sports like rivalry teams I actually care about is like I'm a uh, I was born like a Red Sox fan. And grew up that so like imagine if I was just doing like going after like Yankees fan Twitter like I, I'm just I'm just not going to do that I'm not strong enough I I am not ready for that and I don't know if I ever will you be. start with the Orioles okay you start small yeah. and then you know you start punching around and then working your way into that okay, Yankees Twitter I, rotation. I gotta, I gotta make yeah. an MLB power ranking and work my way through the different fan bases. Like, yeah, I definitely don't yeah. tweet about sports. That's true. In fact, though, sometimes those are accounts that get muted. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I w <laughs> like just during sports season. I'll unmute them later if I remember. <laughs> 
shorts possibly last like two months. Yeah, that, that's it. Just <laughs> they, they thankfully <laughs> compressed it all down to just two yeah. months, all sports. And then the rest of the year, there's no sports. Yes, and, and I really loved my two ba- favorite things for from COVID were that there weren't really sports, and then also um, <laughs> they didn't do the the Blue Angels in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate that shit. <laughs> I can agree with you on one. The Blue Angels, okay. yeah, sure, yeah, fuck, fuck that whole thing. But it's so loud. <laughs> yeah, it's, it scares uh, me so much. I feel like I did like a real monkey's paw wish because, uh, I, I, as some people know, I live in Houston, and um, Houston sports is very, very bad. So the fact that I was like, "Come on, I hope sports will be back," and then every Houston team has just sucked completely, feels like a, a real kind of uh, you careful what you wish for type situation it's it's not yeah, good i'm like the i'm like the worst bartender because in san francisco i in i like i hate sports <laughs> I, and so i'm just like no i'm watching tombstone <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's because you uh you, you watch movies though that that's that's why you're on you know this is not a sports yes. podcast i'm i won't venture into to anything about what the standings are with the red sox versus the astros but that may eventually break up the podcast if we meet in the mlb playoffs script uh yeah. when you I mean, win it's... when you win because that that will that will break me specifically um yeah, uh, th- this week, though, we're, we are talking about the newest Pixar film, Luca. It uh, appeared on Disney Plus. And uh, yeah, I-, I would say that this is definitely a Pixar film. It's definitely animated and it definitely is for kids. So uh, it-, it was a movie, too. Yes, that that happened. Uh, I really <laughs> wish I because I thought of the pun, but then I saw someone else use it when people were like, I'm having a Luca warm reaction to this. Like, ha ha. Ah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. It it, it is Father's Day weekend, so we'll give them that one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know when you when you say this is just a movie, uh, I don't I don't know uh, what sort of like anti Italian messages we're we're sending (laughs) our kids with these films because you know the the stereotypes were about as heavy handed as you get. And like, you know, you know, it's, it's June, it's Juneteenth weekend. It's a federal holiday now. Um, And, you know, uh, we're, we're talking about an, an, an uh, ethno like national race that used to be considered black in this country. So I I think this honestly, Pixar dropping this film on a streaming service, like this particular weekend, it's a, it's an act of specific disrespect to the, uh, (laughs) really, really all Italians around the world. You know, first of all, the Italian American community, you know, our, our heart is with you in this moment. (laughs) This movie sets up a reality in which all Italians do is, uh, eat pasta, wear short, short ride Vespa and lie. I believe is yeah. the, the four quadrants that they could set yeah, up. Yeah, hunt sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do do a pogrom against a uh, <laughs> invisible group within your small town. Your 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 small, uh, relatively pre-industrial medieval town. I thought it was funny because it was like they were trying to make the least problematic movie of all time, and somehow they. St- they 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 landed on Italians. <laughs> they said we can say anything about Italians. It was, I was their also time. thinking about doing uh, an Italian accent for this entire podcast, <laughs> but I kind of forgot. <laughs> Super de Baba, Super Mario Brothers. I love a Luca. It's yeah. extremely offensive. 
<laughs> Silencio Bruno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Also, there's like, uh, I was like thinking maybe they could do like um like a crossover with Star Wars and it's like Luke, a Skywalker. Oh my God. No, no. <laughs> Oh, that they're like in space mafia. A- Italian know. Star Wars would be I'm something I think here. that yeah you know, people would would like. They're already space meat, space meatballs. That's just queer baiting, though. <laughs> 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 the um, rips okay, are for flying real, thick though, and fast. I actually did kind of like this movie. <laughs> of course, and, but you have to understand that I mostly say that like as a mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you get to like, pull that card just out like, a little bit, right? Like, if there are any children listening to this podcast, <laughs> I would recommend it for you. Uh, if you're a parent, I would also say it's it's pretty good. It's not like when your kid puts on like the Barbie movies, and you're like, I cannot be in the room with you while this is on. Yeah, like it's it's fine. Uh, it, yeah, it, you know, for <laughs> for all those all those uh, babysitters out there, rising and grinding, rising yeah. and grifting. Yeah, hustling exactly. out there trying trying to find a relatively innocuous piece of media to to, yeah. to put on for the charges under their care in some like upper middle class neighborhood where they're getting paid like 40 bucks a night so they can like afford to do anything uh yeah like yeah you it this this serves a, a that that purpose of relatively pacifying exactly. their charges uh and then you know it it slips in its little uh, racial ideology just a tiny just a hint of it yeah, you know yeah but also, I think that they knew that like the girl boss demographic wasn't going to pay thirty dollars to stream this, so that they just made it go like straight to free streaming. Well, it's because they you think Italians I mean? are poor. That's why <laughs> they, they don't have thirty dollars. They've spent it all on pasta and wine. You see, uh, just you as know, a people, I might just be another uh white girl but this made me want to go to italy really bad (laughs) i also the next day i looked up the pasta that they made (laughs) and there was already a fucking like pr plugged fucking buzzfeed article of course these animated recipes from the movie and it was like this whole thing and i was like okay now i hate it i don't want this pasta yeah (laughs) <laughs> that that was basically my reaction to this movie too. Of like, ah, oh, it's relatively inoffensive. Sorry, Grift. Uh, Italian feelings don't matter in my world. But oh uh, no, they 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 do not. <laughs> uh, Italians are white. Uh, go if you're a white rapper, you can say my WAP, and it's not a problem. Uh, well, that that was a no, uh, that was a Cardi B song, right? It was WAP, 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 WAP. <laughs> uh. the, the funniest thing about um. Italians being kind of, uh, you know, oppressed once upon a time in America was that they were Catholic. It wasn't that they were Italian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was because yeah. they weren't Protestants. It's a, it's a small fact that, 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 that we're not going to mention too often here because, come on, that's way less JFK, fun. JFK was trying to normalize it and got his head blown off for it. <laughs> yeah, even Reagan hid the fact that he was like fucking low-key Catholic. Yeah, why do you why do you think he got shot? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, wait, that's not why he got shot. <laughs> no, it's, wasn't wasn't the guy trying to like uh, impress? What wasn't the CIA asset trying to? His cover story was that he was trying to impress a celebrity. 
How realistic no, is that? No, it's Jodie Foster, right? Wasn't yeah, he, he, he wanted, no, 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 it was, it was, but yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> I was going to be like, okay. he, he wanted to have sex with 14-year-old Jodie Foster. Yep, that, that's a weird... If I was Jodie Foster, it would have worked. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. All right, so how many let's love letters say... to Charles Manson have you written over the years? Let's see. None, because he didn't do anything to Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, if... Kel Gore from 2021 was 1981 Jodie Foster. <laughs> it would have worked. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> you, would you get have, it. You would have been a sufficient muse to have the uh, assassination attempt go all the way. <laughs> oh, this is this is some real right. dangerous territory to be like, good for you, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what I had just agreed to, but well, yeah, it's exactly. Fine. Uh, um, anyway, we stand so a problematic the, king. <laughs> yeah, the movie Luca. <laughs> we love to talk about the movie Luca yeah. on this podcast. It, it, it just is one of those. Again, you know, I, I wish. Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen this movie and is wondering, like, well, why? Why aren't y'all wanting to uh, dive into the actual film itself immediately? Like, go watch the movie and then you'll you'll find out why. <laughs> like, you know, we're going to talk about yeah. all the nebulous stuff around it because at least in my head, it's it's way more interesting. Like, uh, yeah. were y'all familiar with the director at all? Have had y- y'all looked up what he had done before this? No, no, I'm I'm a blank slate, bro. Hey, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, like this he guy does. has been a lifer in the animation industry since like 1996, when he was like a background artist. Uh, doing like the drawn by hand background scenes for cartoons and then went to blue sky and then he worked on ice age and was with them until 2007 and then switched over to Disney. And I think with a uh, Ratatouille was his first uh, Disney project with them rose through the ranks, was able to direct a short film called La Luna in 2011 and then became a member of Pixar's uh, senior creative team in 2017 with Coco, which was, you know, the other we're going to um, run an entire ethnic group through a Disney Pixar <laughs> generator and then see like uh, what um, movie musical we can get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I n- noticed about Pixar being on direct to streaming was there was no in- uh, short at the beginning. Yeah. Because I remember growing up, like, you know, part of what made Pixar feel different in your sort of like internal like uh, media branding mind eye was that it didn't come with an original short and like really clever, really well done uh, thing out like, you know, you know, uh, short piece out the gate that, uh, you know, because no other, uh, you know, movies you were going to see as a kid were doing something on that sort of uh like, I don't know, am, ambitious scale in terms of like media sequencing of its release. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I, I, and I got to say, that little lamp guy that jumps up and down on the Pixar logo, that's like the biggest hit with kids. I, they don't give a fuck about like the Disney castle or whatever. The fucking lamp <laughs> is the man. Like, they love it. Nice to know that it's a classic something, you know. Yeah. And I think that the shorts are too. I mean, I remember that. You know, uh, in fact, uh, the one that that played before Raya in theaters, my kids recognized the short on Disney Plus because you can like watch it by itself. Oh, and they were like, so like it it must stick with them. 
Well, I, I'm glad that I their liz- right. little uh, lizard brains are able to, you know, function. Yeah, exactly. All, all the fireworks <laughs> yeah. go off. Being like, They're paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've already so seen this. Hasn't, this hasn't, is old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't Pixar had some sort of labor dispute with Disney? Oh like, yeah. In 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 terms mm. of uh, like, Kelton, Kelton, this is very much your wheelhouse. Yeah, I was gonna say this um, is where I can like, like feign it, some ignorance I, and you know, not not just seem yeah. like I insanely followed <laughs> no, this. No, tell me more. As a blood sport, yeah. Um, yeah. So as we all know, uh, uh, Pixar was got bought out by Disney, and then Pixar for the longest time had been churning out a bunch of hits while the Disney animated side was kind of treading water until Disney said, well, Mm -hmm. why don't we take all of your 3d rendering models and your aesthetic? And then we're going to just turn it into like what we do for our animated movies. (laughs) Pixar was kind of like, wait, what, what, what are you doing? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're we're just going to do it. We own you. So, uh, fucking deal with it. And that, that kind of started off, uh, a, a renaissance among Disney, but that came directly from poaching a lot of Pixar's initial yeah. talent. Um, so that was kind of like the the beginning uh, sense of strife with the, it, with studios. But that was also in like 2009, 2010. And just over a period of time, Pixar has increasingly felt the uh, feeling that they are just now a moneymaker. Because Disney is pushing the idea of, well, we want a Cars 3, we want an Incredibles 2, (laughs) we want all of these sequel things, because then we can sell a whole bunch of merch. And as hit or miss as things like the good dinosaur might have been for Pixar. Like they also make inside (laughs) out and onward and that kind of stuff. But that also, I think if you took those three films, uh, box office, that is not equal to one finding Dory. And that's what Disney actually cares about. Yeah. Listen, I I'm, I'm here to sell a brachiosaurus t-shirts and, and the people are absolutely clamoring for the good dinosaur too. Uh, <laughs> like we, 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 we have to fast track that uh, to, to production. <laughs> I mean, it, it, uh, I like to, I like to imagine that like when Disney acquired Pixar, that they were like, in the room learning from them like so wait like the characters shouldn't be smoking (laughs) the characters so you're saying they shouldn't be dressing up as other ethnicities in the movie (laughs) like oh we're gonna have to do a little disclaimer on some of ours (laughs) we're gonna have to make everybody as stereotypically italian as possible just to get the point across that these are italian people they're not Mm -hmm. they're not did you notice they were italian yeah It was so hard in that film. I was wondering the entire time. I was like, French, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it's hard to remember. You know, the 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 main villain was like a skinny pervert and ascot. So you know, you know, I don't know. It it could be Southern French. You don't know. You know, maybe maybe you know the 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 northern. uh, Slavic port regions. Who knows? <laughs> uh, not not with that hairstyle. Not not with that hair color. You know, I'm I'm, a, I'm about to break out the calipers and show why he is the stereotypical oh Italian <laughs> villain here. Um, but but to- he's like literally a sea monster. <laughs> yeah, he was the most like sea monster of them all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, oh but to, to wrap up, I guess, the discussion of, of what I was uh, talking about earlier, um, Pixar 
so for the past like I don't know, five, six years or so, has felt like they are just a sequel generating factory for Disney. And then now with the original films that Pixar is pushing out, now going and being put directly on Disney Plus, uh, but not being included as having that $30 additional surcharge um, is really making them feel like they're the Disney Channel. They're the second uh, child, the redheaded stepchild uh, of Disney instead of like actually being a legitimate studio that operates with Disney as the distribution branch of what they do. Like if you look at their um, upcoming movies, they have two that are listed. One is called Turning Red and the other is called Lightyear. Turning Red is about, uh, I believe, like a shy uh, teenager who whenever she gets flustered, she turns into a giant red panda. And so like, okay, you know, there's that. And then Lightyear is like a Buzz Lightyear prequel movie starring Chris Evans, I think, is the voice of uh, Buzz Lightyear because, you know, they're not going to use Tim Allen for obvious reasons, I think. I'm, I'm just imagining that uh, girl turns red, turns into a panda uh, as if it had the same level of uh, stereotypes as like a, a late aughts DreamWorks product, like Kung Fu Panda. I was kind of thinking about how like Pixar is just DreamWorks without like the fart jokes. <laughs> yeah. And that one smirk that all like the protagonist characters have in the posters. Yeah. They replaced that just <laughs> with freckles. is a little though. chubby. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she- Not in Pixar movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's skinny, live, like a nude otter, just able to roll around. Oh my fucking god! I would love that if yeah. they, they went from being like this, like sea monster child, to like turning into like a chubby little child oh, yeah. for no reason at all. One of the sea monsters, yeah, they- uh, the, that Ugo sea monster, the brother. Uh, he when he transforms, he just becomes a, a black guy in the Italian Riviera, and then is hated for an entirely different reason. Like they still. Are you talking about Uncle Uncle Ugo? Ugo, there we go. Not Ugo. You know that's Sasha Baron Cohen? Is it? My God. Yeah. G- g- so I looked up the cast after the movie, and it was like blown away. Huh. It was just like everyone. He was and not given grandma, enough to do then. Like <laughs> the grandma is like the grandma in Napoleon Dynamite. It's Max's mom. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, and she just plays like the gross grandma, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, in everything. <laughs> I wish I had her career. I, I mean, like I knew that the the two boys, it's uh, Jacob Tremblay from Room, which is it's still weird, but like that's the movie I associate <laughs> him with. <laughs> it's just like, no, you're always going to be like the 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 creepy little sheltered kid. Uh, from that movie you're you'll never break out of it in my mind and then you get like the the smart wise mouth character uh from shazam which was you know who uh, uh alberto was so congrats i guess to yeah. him on that uh th- these two young actors 13 and 14 years old yeah that's pretty young yeah yeah you know that exposure to fame uh can't wait for them to just uh Again, it's the Warner Bros. or the the Disney machine. They're going to stay in there until they're about 35, I think. Either you're going to do terrible things or terrible things are going to happen to you. I I think, you know, their their path probably depends on whether they have like a TikTok career at this point. (laughs) Because, you know, like, like, you know, getting your big break on Hollywood voice acting, like, you know, plus a a, a, uh, you know, uh, rapidly escalating uh, TikTok career. like 
you know, account. Uh, like, it could yeah, work. that's how to uh, stay that's relevant. Not a good right? recipe these days. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, I don't remember which. I, I can't really tell the Paul brothers apart, but they like started on Disney Channel and then they were like, now we're going to do YouTube, and then they like have remained relevant somehow. Oh God, yep. I don't know anybody else the, from the, the Disney the, Channel. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't name them. The powers that be, like I'm convinced, like that are behind like the Disney Channel factory of um, <laughs> like basically celebrities, like yeah. because you can't even classify them as doing one sort of like artistic medium because it's just like oh you you're on a Disney Channel show as you're a kid like <laughs> the the ancient uh you, you know the like the the ones who offer sacrifices to the ancient ones have deemed you <laughs> a, a public figure for life at that point. And, guess, yeah. and you know you're like how how like whether consciously or not you're you're gonna do what like whatever uh whatever spectacle <laughs> that uh you know keeps you in the like like limelight <laughs> and some people might even think that they're gonna break out like what's her name uh miranda uh crossgrove cosgrove um uh, uh who was on uh i Icar- carly right was that her anyway they're doing like the reboot but now like she's an adult and she's doing streaming and everything else i'm like oh my god Mm. oh this is just some real darkest timeline shit as they're squeezing every ounce of uh nostalgic content i should have hbo do it (laughs) (laughs) i saw a bit of twitter posting about that iCarly revival thing and it was like you you, you know you know how when something is sort of like going on and you get like this Twitter snapshot, like snapshots of it. So I saw people roasting the headline that said like the iCarly revival would have sexual situations. And then there is this thing where someone was on a dating app in LA and like matched with the guy who is like, I guess the main guy on that show. And then was like, Oh "Oh my God, like this is what like dating in LA is like that you, that you match with this sort of guy. I think I saw that one, but I thought that it was someone else. I thought it was Jerry O'Connell. Oh, I, I thought it was the guy from the from the icon. Like, okay, I think you're right. Yeah, and and that's I was like, like Jerry O'Connell looks like shit. Honestly, <laughs> by this point, I'm killed on those two things being like mm-hmm. in the like uh, trending online space. It's no coincidence. Like mm. the media yeah, no, I'm a little set yeah, that up. No, nothing's an accident. It's yeah. terrible. Um, what did you guys think about the like the animation in the movie? Uh, I I thought that the animation looked incredibly good for a YouTube video. I was like, wow, this is <laughs> this is some some real high quality stuff. Yeah, can't believe I'm able to watch this in eight minute segments. Like, thank God, how it should have ended is uh, found a budget. I guess. I mean, like they were all working from home, so they, they didn't have the full access to all the tools apparently for this movie that they normally would have um is that true that, that god if, if i were to pick star i'd risk my life i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what what do they pay them like a million dollars a year or something uh, that, that's cute it's real cute that's the uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not the voice talent no these animators you're right you're right you're right uh, like if you're not willing to work 120 hours a week there is like some nyu grad that just came out that is willing to so you know <laughs> 
Congratulations. I'll think about it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'll think about working 120 hours a week. Yeah. I'll consider uh, The it. salary, though, is you know, you're compensated well. We're talking like $25,000 a year. You know, it's it's pretty great Oh, times. really? Well, no, not, not that bad in oh. actuality. <laughs> but it, I was like, shit, I, man. I would be surprised I, if a lot of these guys w- broke uh, 100000 or like 120000 um, d- just for. Yeah, I guess it probably takes like a 1,000 people to make a movie like this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, what do you like, think? Thousand? That that industry, from what I've heard, is just like churn and burn. Like yep. you know, mm, people obviously yeah. come into it passionate because they're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do art, and and I love video games, so I'm gonna make video game art, and then it's just like sending them through the like breaking them on the corporate wheel they're like 23 and just like full psychosis just like i can't anymore post-college like like you know super ambitious like oh it's my first job i'm gonna i'm gonna go so hard i'm gonna it's i'm gonna make so much money i'm gonna make an impact children are gonna resonate with my art what are you making cars for Oh. I, am, I, am, I am making water effects that are only marginally better than the original Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought that the, like the um, you know like the the scenery and like the cute little town. I thought that was pretty good, but I did not like the uh, their hands. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was like Wallace and Gromit. They had like the big like Mickey Mouse hands, and I was like, oh, I just don't really like that. <laughs> Yeah, it, I don't know. It, well, I mean, like in it, it is something like with Pixar that they do try and think about the world and like think about how everything works, so they all have an internal logic. And this movie didn't have a lot of that. Uh, an example of it being like how the goat fish farming worked. I, I have no idea, mm-hmm. but like what era of society <laughs> that that child lived in. Um, but then similarly, like the hands don't match a lot of the equipment that they have. So like when you're seeing the dad character chopping fish and he has again like the Mickey Mouse glove hands that are, that's chopping mm-hmm. something um the the handles seem a little bit too narrow <laughs> just in general yeah i was i was trying to figure out what the purpose of like the the goat fish or like sheep fish herding was i think it was and because he was country boy going to the city i think that was it's kind a of jesus the, metaphor oh, actually oh no no know. yeah oh oh it's it's definitely the it's, and they it's, were just it's definitely like the metaphor making it silly but we're we are over analyzing for the sake of pointing out how ridiculous it is so oh, I, I, I have think, like three more pages on the country boy thing Oh, no, they, they, they they are harvesting those uh, fishes' scales. I yeah, think. Yeah, what are they going to yeah, do with the I, fish? Like <laughs> the scales, you know. That's that's the uh, all the merch in the sea is made with those with those fish scales. Oh, I get it. Like the the um, sheep wool. <laughs> They're like shearing them. Yeah, so you got to let them hang out and eat. Yeah. It didn't really seem like his parents worked very hard. I also had an issue with that. That that his parents were just kind of lang- languishing around, and you know that they got at least for like a solid week and a half. They were confused by the rock statue version of their child that was standing around. That that factor, or they didn't seem yeah. very bright. No, no, they like, didn't. But they're they're yeah, fish people. Uh, yeah. they're Italians. Grift. So, what what can you expect of them? Unfortunately, I don't know why, but I really don't like Maya Rudolph. And that's who did the mom's voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really have like a reason for not liking her. Like if she like came up to me like a stranger, it's it's that one face she makes. You know what I'm talking about? It's like 
she seems like a lovely person, but when she's like doing comedy, she does that one face. You, you mean the Kamala Harris <laughs> face like, that she was using all the time? Yeah, I'm doing it now, but you guys can't see it because this is a podcast. <laughs> and she just like stares at the SNL camera, like, Ugh. and I don't like it, and I don't like her. <laughs> so I really wanted to resonate with this mom character, but I hate her. <laughs> you were actively rooting for her downfall. You were like, well. No, yeah. Like at first I was like, oh, she's a helicopter mom. I hate her. <laughs> and then like I saw myself in her character a little bit. Oh, okay. I see. I see. No spoilers. I don't know. Do we spoil? Yeah, we spoil everything on this podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're not going to watch it. <laughs> That's why you're listening yeah, to this. Yeah, don't watch it unless you have kids. Just take the talking points yeah. that we have. Like I, yeah. And then regurgitate yeah. them to your friends, and then, or while your kids are watching this, listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. What do the Spotify analytics say about uh, the age demographic of our listenership? Oh, yeah. Seven and under. Yeah. <laughs> Micro target this one. Oh no! I emoji. <laughs> I'm just so gl- glad We're, children haven't discovered podcasts yet. Once that becomes a thing, like podcasts for kids and teens, it's probably a thing. But like, you know what I mean. Uh, well, that's gonna. They. I mean, I, I think the function um, of uh, like tw- uh, video games on Twitch serves that thing because they yeah. because that's like a sort of constant podcast narration, and they're developing like a parasocial relationship with the yeah. broadcaster. Like, yeah, but not. We don't do that on this podcast. No, no. We, you guys are different. We don't have that type We're of different. corporate synergy. I no, mean, you know. And you our know. listeners are different. In our relationship to them, <laughs> our listeners is it's more than that. They're, Everyone they're like who, the other who people. brands their profile as some sort of like grift shop shill or like grift shop promoter. That's all yeah. voluntary. Yeah, and we're That's- only going to refer to those people in the third person, not giving them any sense of acknowledgement whatsoever. For their I don't even know what you're talking about. Eminem so. Stan level uh, uh, affection <laughs> towards your shop. Uh, the the had, three of them that IRL, exist. I had an IRL friend DM me the other day and was like, "Do you, do you pay a Ruby Griff Shop promoter?" And I'm like, "Well, we have a merch collab and we and we split the profits." And like, I think. Like it was just this, this like what, like uh, it's like strange enough that people will uh, ironically adopt another account's like sort of branding and visage for cl- online clout. Yeah, like, mm. that's that's pretty standard and, around here. And the important thing is, it always ends well. It always has like a fantastic Disney esque ending of people riding <laughs> a Vespa together off into the sunset. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. Parasocial re- relationships. It's like um, it ends as well as like when uh, prisoners get love letters, <laughs> and then that turns into like a thing. <laughs> it ends like that. <laughs> I'm just imagining now. So I'm changing. Like, so I was sending this guy letters while he was in prison, and he like caught feelings. I can't believe it. Yeah. Oh, it's so well, gross. I mean, <laughs> parasocial it's, much? It's it's no it's no coincidence that like in season two. Of of a true crime Netflix special, like the wrongfully accused prisoner, like has a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he's on the up and up. Yeah. <laughs> he has hair, <laughs> so he's got. 
girlfriends now. I don't know. That's how it works, right? Oh, the guy no, in prison the, still has hair. It's, it's the media exposure. The the, the hair is the, yeah. like I'm sure it's negotiable. No, no, I meant like yeah. both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's just the hair. I understood your point. <laughs> but now people can see it. <laughs> Okay, anyways, we're talking about the movie Lupin. Yes, this very important, very you know pivotal movie. Okay, so real yeah. quick, just a very brief synopsis for anyone who's like oh, yeah, not actually aware. Because, you know, we, we've only been talking about this now for like 36 minutes. So, you know, it's fine for these people. But um, Luca is set in the Italian Riviera during the 1950s or 60s. And it centers on Luca, a little sea monster with the ability to look human while on land, who goes out and explores the town of Porto Rosso with his new best friend, Alberto, and experiences a life-changing summer. So it's kind of um, on Letterboxd. Someone called this movie Cal Amari by your Nemo, and I was like, "Yeah, yep, that's that seems about right." Yep. So um, that that's it. It's a very quaint movie. You know, uh, I think we can kind of combine two sections in the like, uh, "What did you think about it?" and "Would you recommend it?" Um, it falls squarely into the the why not territory for me. Like, it's likable mm-hmm. enough characters. It seems solid enough animation, and they have some unique designs. Like, I'm glad that they're breaking the mold a bit. I also liked about half of them and disliked about half of them. And so, if you have kids, great. Uh, set it on, set it, and forget it. You'll be fine. This is, uh, in baseball terms, a uh, uh, like a hitting a double. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's perfectly okay. You know, I don't like sports. Oh, damn, damn. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think I think now's the time to to broach my grievances with, uh, you know, just the the out. very the very stereotypical depiction of Italian food. I I, I think there was not a single food besides pasta. That was that was seen like <laughs> served in this movie, and there's a lot fish. of food fish? scenes. <laughs> yeah. was, oh, fish, true, yeah. Espresso. But it was like fish, fish pasta, maybe like a little wine glass there on the table, but it was uh, like it was just an overwhelming uh, um, uh, like amount of pasta being presented, and it's yeah. like yeah, we 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 get the point. Italians eat pasta. No, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it's fine. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I mean, you know how I know Italians are, Italians. don't you? <laughs> I know quite a few Italians, like born and raised in Italy, and they eat so much fucking pasta. <laughs> it's just true. They just really do. They're some of the pickiest people I know too. Uh, yeah, I think it's just they're they're happy to see finally some representation on screen. Like that's that's what it really matters. I think. <laughs> yeah. to I them. thought though yeah. to make this more authentic to Italian cultures that they should have had everybody be smoking. They should have. They well, should have. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a but Disney, Disney movie. Now they, you can't yeah, do oh, that. No, well, really, it's Pixar that's not down with the smoking. Disney's fine. No, with no, it. Disney with Cruella. That was like part of their big rule. They were like, absolutely not. She can butcher those puppies' brains, but she can't smoke. So yeah, come on now. We're talking about a different movie. While ta- you know, talking about Luca, it's a good. It's a good sign. Good sign for uh for for how this thing is going. You know. Yeah. It, it's it's so hard to talk about movies that are kind of like just fine. Like yeah, 
I mean, they like it was okay. Like, do do we want to talk about maybe about how even though it's set in like the 1950s and 60s, like the scuba diving pastime was popular in the 30s and 40s. So people would have definitely found out about how there were vaccine monsters doing weird post agrarian societies just off the coast. You know, like that, that would have been a total thing, but you know, it, it, uh, um, Italy was trying to, uh, you know, on, on paper, they were trying to disavow their fascist past <laughs> or their, 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 their recent past at this time. So yeah, that's that the involved real reason about the sea monsters. Yeah. Do, what yeah. do you think Mussolini's <laughs> opinion on the sea monsters would have been, huh? <laughs> like this could have changed the tide of the war. If you think about it. Yeah. They were yeah, they were a subversive element. True. Yeah. Like, he, well, okay. I thought that and don't like come for me because I'm not saying it was great, but this felt like the Pixar attempt at like a like a Miyazaki. Yeah. Story, yeah that, you know what yeah, I mean? I, like how it was like the, the seaside European town with the kids. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that it was like, you know, it's no Kiki's delivery service, but like that kind of thing where it's like these kids are like alone all the time in a seaside town. I don't no, know. No, that that of. certainly seems. I mean, it, it has that very much like uh, it, it's one magical it's summer. Like of yeah, age. yeah, it's the yeah. coming of age uh, trope that they were that they were doing it, but they're like, oh, well, this is going to be about sea monsters, and the reason that parents aren't involved is. Because two of them are sea monsters. Uh, one of them lives in a different city because the dad is divorced and the dad's always uh-huh. at work. And then, um, uh, what what was what are the other adults up to? You know, uh, uh, just harassing the children. <laughs> you, you know, uh, it's it's a bizarre yeah, little town. Yeah, true. Okay, so but I I did think like their little montage in the beginning was cute when it was like he went from being like basically a servant to his parents who did nothing and doing all their shepherding for (laughs) them. Yes. It went from that to like him having like the best summer of his life with his new friend. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of cute. His friend. Finally gets to have like a child. Yeah, his friend. His friend. (laughs) We're putting a lot of Yeah, so like do you guys think that that was like some gay stuff or like what was that? I think that that it is Uh, the most gay a Japanese or Russian censor board would let you get away with while while playing. Yeah, I mean, okay. okay, so so I'm of two minds because, uh, yeah, we we should be able to have um like stories of like heterosexual friendship between like pe- not pushing like any other sort of like sexual agenda versus like mm-hmm. just like two two young guys like being like good friends and like going through a coming of age story, but. In in this one, like it felt like the other uh, sea monster guy was like a little bit older and more experienced. So like, so I, literally I, a call me by your name almost type situation. Like a, there yeah. there 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 is a little bit of the uh, the the grooming spectrum if you're gonna put it in the, uh, <laughs> the, the parlance of the the online space right now. Yeah, I mean, you uh, know, because, a fourteen year old yeah. grooming a thirteen year old like that may not seem like much. <laughs> yeah, but... what age difference? <laughs> one year age difference at that uh, that age. We don't know sea monster physiology. <laughs> that could He's be. Like, a... I'm still in middle school. You're already to high school. You know, we're one year apart. <laughs> <laughs> Big difference. Okay. <laughs> Big difference. Um, 
Okay, anyways. No, no. I, I mean, like... It, I think it's funny you guys brought this up because I didn't really get, like, super gay vibes or anything, but I also... I didn't really either. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, like I've seen I've seen way queerer bait. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where I'm like, oh, this is, like, undeniable. But my... But well, how explicit I did do talk- you want it to be with 13 and 14-year-olds? <laughs> like, okay, do you want them it, just, like, sucking like, and fucking on screen? Or, or what? Or yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, in, in terms of like queer bait, it, it's not like end of Legend of Korra or something. Like, it's not like on I mean, something that's really, intermediate, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really mind that. I think it's funny though that um, a lot of, uh, I guess, more like the Disney princess movies, they've kind of gone from. Um, princesses don't do love or sex or kissing mm-hmm. anymore, but then they like. Like the male characters in the movies, or like I don't know. Sometimes it's only okay if it's like a little bit gay, and I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) But I also think it's okay to have a little bit of like I don't whether it's queer or straight. Some romance is interesting, and I think it's fun for kids. And yeah, Disney princess shouldn't just be like owned by her father and you know being like sold off to a husband. But also like there can be a love story. There, there can yeah, be. Like, I yes. mean, yeah, I, I movie, think movies yeah. are so <laughs> neutered. Happy medium. <laughs> like, yeah, like mo- movies are so neutered nowadays, and like, I yeah. it probably has something to do with Disney owning like forty percent of the box office, mm-hmm. and basically yeah. the secret cabal behind everything. <laughs> they they're like enacting they're a new the frogs gay. Yeah. a new a new haze code. Well, I mean, like, I, I, well, I I think that that's something to bring up. I remember. Um, uh, uh, person I know online, uh, R.S. Benedict, she wrote, I believe it was for Blood Knife, but it's a, an article talking about Marvel movies, about like everyone's attractive, but no one fucks. And that, you know, was Twitter discourse oh, for a day. Is that true? I haven't really seen the Marvel movies. Oh, well. Do they not fuck? The, uh, uh, no, they don't. It is, it is weird. Yeah, you would, you would expect, uh, something, but, uh, no, not really. Can they fuck? See, that's why <laughs> Zack Snyder is normal. Because he understands that like superheroes would fuck too, like that's why like, <laughs> I see post he's pictures normal, of Batman like, eating out Catwoman. Like yes, yeah, this no, is normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like he he's like he's in touch with himself in a way that like the sort of like fay male feminist uh, huh. me- media types who are in charge of Marvel like aren't either can't allow themselves to do or aren't allowed by the producers. It's uh, it's getting into some like like, strange psychosexual territory, but like that's that's really interesting. I didn't really know that the Marvel characters didn't fuck. Hey, it's fine. You know, people were you know shipping uh, Bucky and uh, Falcon together, and then now uh, Loki is gender fluid. So like it's it's a it's a wonderful. I feel like by not having anyone fuck, it makes the whole like fandom so much uh, more rabid for it, right? Like X Files, you're Mm. like, oh, I just want them to fuck. That's exactly right. It's been like ten years of edging <laughs> for these people. Like this yeah. is like an entire generation. Like, at least give us that one episode where some other guy is in Boulder's body. <laughs> I'm not I mean, just, maybe it's, it's like a, it really yeah. happened, but we still got to like visualize. I'm it. just picturing yeah that that scene in Avengers Endgame where you watch and you're seeing like all of the fucking heroes from everywhere across everything. Only it's like the end of Sausage Party where it's just like a massive group orgy. Orgy, that's taking yeah. place, you know that that I think is the payoff. It's canon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's oh, so. I, I I always think of movies like um, 
like, I don't know, like when we were younger, not, I don't want to sound like a fucking decrepit old woman by saying this, but like movies like um, Stand By Me, where there's like some weird violent parts of the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That like kids are like, oh my God, this is like so fucking cool and badass. Stand By or, Me like, Goonies. Goonies, like, there's yeah. some scary shit. Yeah. But also like Adventure Time. They are like straight up gay. Yes. That's fine. And like, and it's like a great love story. I'm like, I'm not gay, but I'm definitely Marceline. <laughs> okay. Like every girl wants to be Marceline. And if Marceline was completely, you know, there was no romance story. I probably wouldn't think that. I, you know what I mean? Sure, know. sure. I, I does mean, does that make any sense? It, it, it does. I just think <laughs> yeah. that you know. It, Sorry it, if you guys wanted to be Marceline. It, it's a, it's rough. It's rough. Uh, <laughs> the, the only things that make me my uh, make me question my sexuality is uh, playing Fallout uh, New Vegas. So, but I think that's Why like a, a common trend all the way through. We are not going down that tangent. Oh, that's <laughs> no, fine. No, okay, uh, I really don't know. Um, <laughs> We don't have to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, it, like I think some edge is good for kids. Like it doesn't have to be like the the shit from like Pinocchio or um Peter Pan. Oh <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> there's a that. lot of, of other problematic things involved in Peter yeah, Pan. It can just be like fun <laughs> talk, edgy. talk about a yeah. grooming narrative. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I was referring to the explicit racism, but yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, you can have a story where there's, like, a good love story, and you're like, okay, it doesn't have to be fucking John Smith and Pocahontas. Yeah, the, the, the song yeah. and dance number in Luca of what makes the pasta man pasta uh, probably yeah. <laughs> didn't need to occur. I was like, oh, maybe they're going to, like... Maybe the dad, the like the the big dad with one arm. Maybe he's gonna fall in love. Like, where's the love? I don't know. They're Italian. The love is Come the on, family. You know, it's the 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 need for fatherly approval <laughs> that Alberto has because he has like a scumbag, deadbeat, sea monster dad. <laughs> Luca, I am your father. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, they should have named the other kid Luca. Uh, see, it could have worked. And then they could have said that. But then we would have had to call I, gotta, I also I, felt like Alberto was just Tom Sawyer without like the slurs. Yeah, yeah, he, he did kind of have that. I, <laughs> I, I, quintessential, well, I got though. more of like a Huck Finn yeah. vibe, personally. In, oh, yeah, yeah. He would definitely be Huck Finn, just, but without the slurs. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe with the yeah. slurs. We yeah, don't because, know. He, he's only yeah. learning Italian little bit by bit. So, like, just wait. He'll figure yeah. a few out, a few choice characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Tom Sawyer is the one who's breaking away from the, the civilized society and you know he he had like the uh uh one of them yeah and, and then the, the others in that huck finn model of like the the like re like rebellious runaway person on their own who's like grew like you know like like the like virgin getting this tom other, sawyer like, versus the chad yeah huck like, finn. like yeah. getting getting By him way, into this lifestyle like <laughs> are we finally going to talk about the queer baiting in Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn? <laughs> are we finally going to talk about this? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure uh, there's a thread out there. Like only one. Like, <laughs> it, it has to exist, or so, someone uh, like yeah. like breaking it down for you real quick. Why you're not allowed to teach that book in school? This, this episode is great for me because it's just like, well, well. I mean, it's an experience. It's it's really like you're talking about it with uh, other real life people and you're like no but i want to keep talking about the pixar movie and not like about what 
adults should actually be talking about for extended periods of time. No, I want to talk about this instead. Um, yeah. So yeah, he he uh, um, Luca and and Huck Finn uh, Alberto they kind of go exploring around a little bit, and then his parents find out. They say, "No, we're gonna lock you away with your uncle Sasha Barrett Cohen." And then uh, mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll hope for the best. So then they escape to this, uh, a small Italian town where they're met by the local villain, I guess, quote unquote. I don't know what we want to call this character. His name's Ercole. And he's like a 30-year-old man who still complete, competes in the children's games all around. He's, he's basically <laughs> just like a local pervert who thinks he's hot shit. Yeah. Like, I, and, but, and, and it has a, has a couple like droogies in tow. And I know <laughs> I know some people were very critical of him as a villain, but I really did enjoy that because he was just a yeah, real Pixar bastard. doesn't do villains, right? Not really. Yeah. No. Like the yeah, re- they kind of do like the villain is on the inside. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. Or that the villain like <laughs> had a whole bunch of pain and that's why. Like, yeah, we're not gonna like kill him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, and I don't think the villain's journey was the 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 message, like the kid movie message at the end. Like the biggest thing I got from it, like was when the sea monsters were revealed to the town as a whole and they had weapons. Uh, they did not like do a sea monster pogrom. Like the people as a collective, even though they had like this collective hatred for for the other, they were they were just like. As soon as like one like that, like, um, you know, like the influential uh, Fisher guy was like, nah, I'm not doing this because exactly. like, I have a personal relationship with them. But he's like, yeah, no, everyone well, else is like, one, yeah, so. <laughs> everyone else is like, I don't have the stomach for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, also, OK, so Ercole, the bad guy. I I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, I don't know what you guys thought, but I live in Little Italy. In San Francisco. Oh. And that is exactly what the kind of guys around here are like. (laughs) Like, literally, just, like, walk up to a counter and, like, slam 50 cents down and be like, espresso. And you're like, Jesus Christ, dude, it's, like, $4. (laughs) (laughs) It's always been $4. (laughs) Um, I don't don't, don't know. Just, like, that kind of thing. Like, very, like, ooh, like, like, I don't know. Like, hey, these Americans. And I'm like, okay. Um, you've lived here longer than me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why are you still talking to me like that? I know your name is actually yeah. like Greg Johnson. What What's happening no, here? No, no, no. Their names are always like Centauri or something. Uh, like, is that Greek? Like That's like a Ercole place in or whatever. Like, uh, or Ercole, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, um, it was just kind of funny to see because I'm like, oh, I actually kind of, I mean, not to the point where they're racing vespas or anything with children but what what uh, also the vespas didn't have anything to do with the race so i didn't really understand that they i thought it was a vespa race i mean that would have made more sense but like this movie had such low stakes that it was like getting like four hundred dollars as the reward so you could buy a shitty vespa you know they should have at least made it like pod racing i mean they bought star wars now this is vespa (laughs) racing Also, they made it a triathlon, except for instead of running, it was eating. So, more anti-Italian discrimination. (laughs) But they love pasta. That's the joke. (laughs) (laughs) They don't like running. They like pasta. Yeah. Yeah. You see, that's why all these people in this fishing town. Like, it's not even about Mm -hmm. fish. Like, I get, though, like, since the race was sponsored by the pasta company, 
Like it would make sense to include. Oh, I missed yeah, that. Yeah, like that. That's what it was. Wow. It was like a shitty little it's local a pasta type. company. Every year, you never, yeah, you never know what type it's going to be. You better prepare. You better buy. You also, better buy like, all don't the Italians types. make their that, own? That, actually, hold on. That's an angle <laughs> we probably need to explore, Grift, because that that seems yeah, great. But, yeah, some some. Yeah, because uh, oh, one of the characters, yeah, one of the characters, like explicitly said, like you never know which type it's going to be, so you got to prepare by eating all of them, as if like the shape of pasta and not the volume is like a, a, <laughs> like limiting factor like once you like mash into it in your mouth it all becomes like the same thing <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> but they've psyoped the entire town into thinking you need to buy in preparation for the race you need to buy every single shape of pasta to prepare different contingencies and it's so not even ready. adult it's a children's race so they're indoctrinating an entire young generation <laughs> To please go out, please, please, please uh, go and buy our pasta. You know, it's, it's just something uh, weird to me. But, you know, I think that's also something that me and you, Griff, we can we can get in on that. We can try that out in the South. You know, we'll, we'll do like some crawfish triathlon, I guess. Or uh, what is it like a clam bake triathlon <laughs> up north? Could that work? Is that is that uh, culturally insensitive? Uh, no, I, I don't think you could make fun of uh, uh, waspy New England uh, sea culture if you uh, <laughs> if you even tried. So yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah. Uh, riff away. Uh, say say all the anti northeastern uh, people <laughs> slurs. I, I I don't know. I don't know what a slur for like a, a Boston asshole is. I, I mean, um, you know, a fan of all of Ben Affleck's work, I think, <laughs> is probably the, the deepest yeah. slur cut you could do. Um yeah, okay. So they the the two boys they get into town, they meet uh the local fisherman's daughter, uh whose name is Julia, but spelled weird in Italian. That's right, I said it. Um and uh yeah, they, they kind of form the triad that you follow because they get ready for the race and then they're harassed by the bully. And then, um, you know, uh, Alberto is revealed as a sea monster. And Luca says like, oh, whoa, he's a sea monster. Gosh. Oh, yeah. Treachery. yeah uh, you know, that that specifically was the scene where I was getting a lot of like LGBTQ vibes from it of like mm. s- someone who oh. is like after someone oh, has yeah, been just, outed in the yeah. small town. That that person I is like. I thought no. it was more of like a racism thing, but that makes more. I sense. had also like I yeah. had just gotten done rewatching a season's worth of Lovecraft Country, and uh, our main character's father in that uh, is gay, and there is a scene uh, that is much more brutal because it's set in the South in like the 1950s of a, a gay black man turning on another gay black man in that, and so. Oh um, yeah, that's. Uh, with, with that, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, th- this seems to be pretty much like a one to one for it there. Um, again, that yeah, the- and, and, he, and he did, he, uh, Alberto did get uh, pretty jealous of Luca when he uh, when he was uh, like spending more time with the girl instead of him and not, yeah, not wanting true. to go right off on his that he was getting very like uh, it, it, the level of jealousy was definitely more than like, oh, you're you're my best friend level well because also like just now realizing that for like guys that riding on a vespa together might like seem gay (laughs) 
<laughs> like just now that's hitting me because i think maybe just as a woman i'm like yeah that's fine like i don't yeah, know just girl girl things it. you know uh, <laughs> just girl things. i've seen mary kate and ashley olsen do it in uh one what, what of yeah. their movies so <laughs> they're works. definitely not gay <laughs> um but uh yeah well, that's, so- that's 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 been normalized now let's be real <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then, uh, at, at, like at the time of the race, yeah, you're, you're getting the stereotypical Pixar beats of like, everyone's kind of, uh, the team is back together in a weird way, but then the rain starts and that, that I guess was, uh, another fun thing that they played with throughout the movie of, uh, anytime any of them would get wet, any part of them, they would turn into a, like a sea monster. And so like yeah. if it rains or if so, they like, got something you, splashed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it also kind of like up the stakes because it isn't some like bizarre pirates curse where it's like as long as you walk on dry land, you will be a man. But if you go into the sea, you're a sea monster. Instead, it's just like mm-hmm. how your body you like, reacts, yeah. which, you know, would make them amphibians, I think. Right. I'm not good at, at biology, but, you know, <laughs> they're not fish is my point. <laughs> That's what amphibians well, do. Well, amphibians, <laughs> amphibians just like turn into a lizard on land. That, that, <laughs> yeah. And if you splash them with water, well, they turn a, back a, into I a have frog. an entire aquarium full of drowned iguanas that would like to say otherwise. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, you know, a tadpole does become a frog, but not in like two, like two to five seconds. <laughs> like hey, I, it's I, uh, fine. Super frog, something. I don't know. Teenage yeah. ninja frogs. Uh, if, if we can make it work. Um, but yeah, so uh, in the pivotal race, that's then when it starts to rain. And so then like uh, the risk of being outed as a sea monster is uh, increasing. Uh, but uh, Luca, while he's pedaling, uh, he sees Alberto with an umbrella and there's this uh, attempt to hide it. But then Alberto trips and then he's revealed again, but this time to the whole town. And Luca has his redemption of, you know, he also steps into the rain and reveals who he is. So, you know, great, I guess, like wonderful moment that again, the entire town was about to go out and like kill them, lynch them, cut them up for food until the, the biggest, strongest one-armed fisherman in the world was like actually they're cool they're one of the good ones you see and um, <laughs> it was okay i guess yeah <laughs> yeah that's true yeah I, I think um i don't know now now that you guys brought it up i'm wondering like this whole like his dad kind of rejected him story oh yeah no right? julia's whole, dad damage... julia's dad definitely killed alberto's dad like i, oh, yeah. I i'm like i for <laughs> yeah. sure think that that's what happened <laughs> like, it, right and and i'm wondering like because he, he definitely like replaced him as the father mm-hmm. figure figure right like the the acceptance yep. but i'm wondering like is the reason that the dad didn't want anything to do with alberto because he was gay? <laughs> oh, I'm fine with you being a I'm sea like monster. I'm like putting this together I now. I just didn't want one of you people in yeah. my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, the dad rejected him, yeah. right? Because of who he is. So he, like, and he abandoned him. Well, I mean... Uh, which was sad, but it also, like, that felt like it took up maybe 30 seconds of the movie. Precisely. <laughs> I mean, this movie, it really does clip along. It keeps such a small yeah. pace. And in a weird way, I'm... I I would rather view this movie with two little uh, gay boys rather than them being straight because the possibility is if they're straight and this movie is successful, then the sequel 
sequel, we get to watch Alberto and Luca vying for the attention of Julia, like three years later after school during the summer. And oh boy, won't that be wonderful and totally original. Uh, a love triangle could take place. Yeah, I, I cannot wait for the the, the trending uh, headline uh, that's being like screenshotted on Twitter in ten years of like Luca two uh, now with sexual situations. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, wait, but now I'm wondering now that you guys now that you guys enlightened me to the fact that this is about two young gay people or monsters or whatever. No, no, that, yeah, that's the quote, direct quote. Diggo yeah. says Luca about two gay monsters. <laughs> but, but it makes it even worse. So you know what must it is? In, <laughs> I mean, they literally made the monsters. Sea yes. <laughs> monsters. But okay, so now I'm wondering about this choice at the end to like split them up. Yeah. And keep it a secret or I don't know. Uh, it, it's, it's that well, he, classic he went thing. to school with the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they stay together? Well, you know, they're like fourteen. That's like adults. I was gonna say, really, right? uh, let's let's you know. I'm now. I'm not gonna go real darkest timeline here. <laughs> but what do you think the legal age of consent in Riviera, Italy, was in the 1950s? It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll just. I'm thinking of a number. <laughs> if it's in the double digits, it's probably too high. Yeah, hold up the amount of fingers. I think it is. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they were doing no that to just needed. be, you know, like a like a bittersweet kind of an ending thing, and yeah, also, yeah, yeah. you know, to because he really wanted to go like to school or whatever. Which uh, again, another arbitrary storyline they just kind of squeezed and, in there. Like he loves books. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and the payoff for it is something that I think, like, you know, as a parent of, of a toddler right now, it doesn't hit me the same way. But like, if I was the parent of a child who was gay, and then I see a line in a Pixar movie that's like, well, people are always going to hate him for who he is. That's just something that is how the world works. But he seems to be good at finding uh, the people who accept him for who he is. And that's what's important. You know, it'd be like, oh, okay, well, that's that's what we're we're building to here, at least on the parent side of things. So thanks, Pixar, for that just toothless fucking message at all. Um, it's a joy. Uh, I wish also, they would have made yeah. all the sea monsters gay, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, just living underwater, it's just like, it's bound to happen. <laughs> Luca's parents <laughs> find out about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not a choice. It's nothing. It's, it's just who you are. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're uh, going to send Luca off with his, like, bachelor uncle in the deep. Yeah. What, what could go wrong? Where there's only darkness. He was, <laughs> no. And he was really yeah. normal, too. Yeah. yeah. There, there was a post credit scene with him because I was like, well, once the movie, like, I was, I was on my phone for, like, a decent amount of this it's but, fine you can you say know, 80 percent or more yeah. yeah it's okay but then like i just let the credits roll and there was a uh little bit at the end with uh that um oh i missed Sasha Barrick cohen's guy in the deep where he actually got a little bit of dialogue so i wish there was more of him in this thing yeah i i mean i'll i will say though that i will take just those two scenes because it left me wanting a lot more of that that character than being like, oh my god, did we really need like an Uncle Ugo subplot to be running throughout <laughs> this entire? He really thing. arced. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> Uncle Uko is like a weird homophobe the entire time and pairs up with the Vespa guy to to do something. Now though, uh, that we we've kind of bounced all over this this fucking plot, we've run you know uh, to the left, to the right, right across it, back to over it, all that fun stuff. Uh, we we get to the the part where now we get to talk about how many trash cans it has, and this is fascinating for me because uh, I I I mean I could see it going any which way. So I I'm gonna throw it to y'all first. So uh, Calgor, what 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 are we feeling like? I would say that this is like a two or three wow I mean, out of four okay. okay out of four because okay here's the thing it wasn't bad <laughs> but it wasn't amazing uh-huh. but it also wasn't bad enough to get like dogs knocked your mom off a cliff discourse <laughs> going <laughs> yeah <laughs> right like there wasn't anything in it that's like ever gonna be like memeable or funny enough for like adults to talk about like a mass, you know what I mean? Like, like it seems like they're tra- yeah. like they're making these movies a little bit too clean cut. And I'm like, I'm like, maybe they should have just made them um, openly gay. <laughs> and yeah, then people that, would be talking that about that it more. Got people talking. Like, I, I think plenty of people are now. already talking about how this movie is gay. Oh, see, so. I also really? made sure not to go look up anything pieces about this because I wanted you guys to get my pure, oh, unadulterated well, see, I appreciate opinion. that. Like, I liked it, and like, I, you know, sure, I'll rewatch. Sure, it. sure, that's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll attempt to make the pasta from it. <laughs> <laughs> it's trash cans, but full of pasta. It's, uh, yeah, trash cans those. full of pasta, and I'm bringing them out to the curb. It just there, there's one of those uh, insufferable uh, TikTok meal videos where the people where it's like the white women like rolling ingredients around on their marble. Oh my uh, god! Like kitchen countertops, uh, but it's just like it's just like the the Luca meal where uh, you're like hand mashing <laughs> pasta and like just spreading the pasta raw fish. Into it. Just, <laughs> yeah, raw. Yeah, just. Just chopping up raw. Yeah, we should we should dress up as the dad from Luca, and then and then do the white lady TikTok recipe yes. on the countertop, and we're just like chopping fish. It, it is nice, by I the way, know, to see someone who's built like me finally getting uh, further representation because yeah. uh, it, it, it's that and cloudy with a chance of meatballs is kind of the the two that, <laughs> oh, that I have to, yeah. to pull off. But uh, you know, it, it's great. And and but b- besides him being Italian, you have to squeeze in the in the diversity angle because it's not like he lost his arm in either of the two uh, world wars that preceded the time period this movie took place in. He he was born that way. Yeah, and yeah. born this way. On yeah. Luca. I thought that was cute though because they made him seem so scary, and then he was just like the least scary yeah. person. Exactly. Yeah. And so that was kind of cute, like you know, I don't know, but yeah, maybe a little bit. Uh, uh, maybe they could have just made it like a war wound. <laughs> yeah, sure. But who were you fighting? That would have been fine. Uh, oh, I was, uh, well. Sea monsters. Uh, yeah, sea monsters. Yeah. Is that what you called the allied forces back in the day? Okay, great. Well, yeah. I, you, could, you could describe British people like that pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was on the North African front. Um, oh, no. uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this uh, two trash cans. Okay. I think, uh, you know, you know, yeah, it was technically competent. I guess it was, uh, if it was, if it was going for the gay angle, uh, 
yeah, sure, that's that's cute, but it didn't really send it all the way that you need to actually to get yeah. a, a, a point. And across. also having them be monsters that was you know. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah NPC it monsters. Choice. It was a real yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah. It's a real choice by the writers. Yeah, um, but like I'm like it's like a metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> but they have to be monsters. Yes, exactly. <laughs> They have to have scales. <laughs> they have to have like blotches on their body. I did body. think it was funny that they made the joke in there about how like they speak underwater, but the dolphins still just make that same stupid yeah, noise. Yeah, that, that, was, that was actually that was like, I don't know why they don't just speak like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> dolphins are just okay, making maybe noises. one trash can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I just keep thinking about, I think Kellen, you posted this from the pod account about uh, there was someone being like, "Yo, Pixar movies don't hit the same as they used to." But and I think the the lack of, um, uh, you know, feeling that comes from the people who originally grew up watching Pixar movies, they the lack of feeling they have towards the newer varieties is like a combination of yeah, they're not doing anything really ambitious like they used to, which they were giving more creative control and budgets to more independent people who are trying to have messages. And now these are basically just corporate animation products, technically well-made, but they're not, they're not really saying anything uh, new or really pushing anything forward. And like, yeah, it's, but it's also, yeah, we're, we're you know, mid, mid-age millennials. Uh, we're not 10 anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's these movies yeah. like aren't these movies are made for people much younger than us. And that's obviously going to affect any objective like judgment of uh can't wait of the entertainment value like yeah. 20 years from now someone's gonna be like what happened to pixar why are they making amazing movies like luca and soul come on <laughs> yeah, that was, that was classic. some onward <laughs> please just make it happen or they're gonna be in the future that like you're gonna turn it on on the on the disney plus app and it's gonna be like this film depicts racist stereotypes yeah, exactly. of Italians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna be like the offensive tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah God. exactly so okay but i think maybe we peaked a little bit with the whole pixar thing like our age sure um sure. like yeah. not just pixar with like kids movies in general because a lot of the like really early ones you got like um sleeping beauty and cinderella and stuff those movies suck <laughs> yeah i remember being a child like, when sleeping beauty came out yes indeed I'm a vampire. Yeah, they're so. really, they take forever. You like can't even really understand what they're talking about because it's very like, I don't like medieval or something. And I'm like, I don't think kids know what's going on. In oh movies. yeah, it, it's it's dog shit. The best thing they have going for them is that they're also like 64 minutes. You know, like they're, they're short yeah, little things. True. So you know, they 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 yeah. run it through. And you get like some tight lip kissing at the end, you know, with like yeah, with her unconscious 2D, body, two D animation. Hot. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good message. <laughs> Let's slide some yeah, tongue in sense. there, Prince Charming. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, just... exactly. So I think that we really got like the the most depth out of a lot of the kids' movies, and a little bit of the like edge still on mm-hmm. there. And these ones are a little um, they they aren't either. They're like really great stories, too perfect, too sterile. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I think that's exactly right. Like for me, I'm giving this just like half a trash can, not because I think like, Oh wow, it's so great. I just think like there's, there's not really any meat on the bones of this kind of story. Like there's not that much for me to genuinely rip into other than being like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to give you some needling here for this movie and some for that. But most importantly, like I'm going to forget about you in like two weeks. Like I'm going to go like, Oh yeah, I did watch Luca. That was a thing. Okay. Anyways, uh, uh, back to I don't know, doom scrolling letterboxed or whatever it is I'm up to in an absurd hour in yeah. the night. Yeah. Um, I think in the future, though, they should do one where the sea monsters have to hide the fact that they're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would, I would and enjoy that. that's pretty that. much all I got out of this movie, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're just like trying to survive in America without showing anybody that they're really Italian. <laughs> Constantly staying wet so that way the people are like, whoa, sea monsters. They accidentally dry yep. out. They're having to go to, uh, become like a circus freak. Like, come everybody, look, the Italian. <laughs> Showing yeah, up. they go like six hours without shampooing and start to tell <laughs> they're Italian again. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, that's the, enough. The I sea monsters am Italian. Would... <laughs> so is my husband. Yeah, I'm so care. sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're we're also like um uh kind of of that peak age where like right right as we were coming of age, um Jersey Shore was really big, so we're like. That, that's even better yeah, yeah like <laughs> italian but not from jersey need to clarify yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like we don't we don't talk about it we don't bring it up <laughs> <You know? laughs> such orange coated language uh should not exist my kids are gonna turn 18 and be like mom are we italian <laughs> <laughs> that's when the t-shirt that's two sizes too small and like gtl pops up as a chest tattoo right across i think right that's Italian puberty, as far as I understand. Yeah, exactly. I also think that iguanas are amphibians, so I, I may not be up to date on the biology like I should be. Um, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> go ahead, Chris. What? Oh, no, I was, just, I was just saying, you know, you learn everything you need to know about anti-Italian bias from the uh, Christopher Columbus Sopranos episode. Once you, once you've seen that, that's now, now you have the blueprint for, uh, for seeing these tropes in other pieces of media. (laughs) It's perfect. Yeah. um, But yeah, all in all, I think Luca was fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's that ringing endorsement. Go storm, storm the Bastille. Yeah. Uh, Do, I don't know. Bastille's in France. I don't even know why the fuck I said that. Well, you probably got confused because you thought the movie maybe was in France because you forgot that it was taking place in Italy. Somehow it's barely mentioned. they didn't really. Yeah. It's it's an issue. Uh, But Kelgore, where can people find you? What are you doing? What have you got to plug? What's happening in your world? Um, I am all over Twitter. Just, I'm on there. Daytime, nighttime. Um, I'm doing episodes of the Trout Cast, which, um, you can, you know, you can find that on, um, pretty much any podcast platform. And I'm on YouTube, uh, but you just look up Kelgore for that. Um, also, I realized way too late that there's already another guy who has something called the Trout Cast. But um, his, I think, is about fishing. Oh, okay. Mine is the only podcast that isn't about ah, fishing. Good, good clarification <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you gotta, so, he also you... only has like two episodes. Hey, even so. better. Even better. Let let his failed podcast set the groundwork then for uh, a, a mighty <laughs> empire. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll sue him later. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll, you'll I should know listen you. to his. I should try to go yeah, on Yeah, pull in Elon Musk and then just be like, uh, I don't know, for $25, I will buy the rights to Troutcast and then have you say that I came up with Troutcast and you were only doing the show yes. at my behest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. $25 <laughs> yeah. and a loaded gun. <laughs> That's how fishing works, you right? You won't be podcasting yeah. about fishing anymore. Listen, um. do you have a uh, Billy Bass uh, merch collab with Griff Shop? Uh, other <laughs> Troutcast? I do not think so. Yeah, are we going to do that? We should we, maybe maybe uh, we'll we'll talk about let's, it. But let's, let's maybe talk make shop. that happen. Let's talk shop. I'm, yeah, because I feel like I need some big mouth Billy Bass merch <laughs> for, for my podcast. <laughs> Also, is that an infringement? We'll figure it uh, out. I, um, my my corporate overlords uh, are uh, have been particularly stringent on things lately. So I I had them censor a fucking Monopoly man in like a Target symbol. Like it was it was just like the like most minimalist outline of the classic like Monopoly man hat with the mustache and face. And they like oh flagged it for copyright infringement. And it like, it, no direct reference to like, this is the Monopoly man from the game Monopoly by uh, whatever oh fucking like Hasbro or whatever fucking toy company it is. Yeah, like, they don't fuck around. No, like, <laughs> and Jesus. they, I mean, they, they, they took down my ACAB merch. They took down my Dorner merch. They took down my fake QAnon merch. Uh, <laughs> I'm always surprised when you're able to use like the emojis sometimes. I'm like, is that an issue? Can you use emojis? Uh, well, I do all like the like I base it off like yeah, I, I know which designs you're referring to, and like I, I have you I, change I have based them off emojis, but it's like I'm doing a like original embroidery design nice okay yeah it's it's not like i'm going to like one of those pages that like here is the different emoji for every single uh different sort of computer system in like just taking the jpeg from that and then putting it on a hat no it's like (laughs) i'm actually i'm actually in adobe illustrator for all that i think you can get around it you gotta buy fabric vintage fabric that has the monopoly man on it and then use that <laughs> okay because then it's like found art and collage then Hell you can yeah. get around it okay <laughs> we'll that, figure this out yeah <laughs> we'll just actually sell a big mouth billy bass with every shirt <laughs> yeah i i do i do have an etsy uh i have like tons of extra uh yeah yeah fine okay like bernie patches that I had just nice back in back in the OG early 2019 days. That uh, I, back I in the day. Yeah, I sometimes get sales from those, like just randomly, like once every month or so. Someone's just ordering a Bernie patch, somehow finding me on Etsy, even though I don't promote that at all. Memes live forever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> chat. Well, anyways, um, thanks for having me on here. This was awesome. Let me know if you ever need. Um, you know, last minute Pixar review. Oh, of, of course, of course. <laughs> As we're going to, what is it, like Becoming or Red something or else. something? Or Lightyear, oh, whatever yeah, the, we'll the, the next one is? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, the, the, yeah, tell tell the tell the podcast people if you want me to come back for Becoming Red. <laughs> <laughs> By request only. Of course, of course, yes. That, that, that's the goal. Uh, Griff, what about you? What's, what's happening in the shop other than, you know, getting banned and all that? Where can people find you? 
Uh, yeah, Griff.shop. We got um, JJ Demon's album is out. Uh, it is fucking fire. Uh, and we got official merch for that. So go stream his album. I think it's, I, I listen to it on Spotify and uh, it's called uh, Ghost Gun Red Menace. So search uh, GGRM in my store and we, we we got some shirts and hoodies and stuff with the album cover on them so hell yeah, yeah. nice check that out i will go check that out after i do this <laughs> <laughs> and so should you yeah exactly exactly <laughs> I, I am envisioning that like a propaganda poster you know it can can work out incredibly well uh as for the podcast go ahead and follow us on twitter at gigo podcast on letterbox at gigo podcast uh follow us on spotify since that is where the uh, uh winds are blowing uh we might have another thing gearing up uh related to spotify uh that i'll announce i don't know like fo- four months too late after the trend is over it's fine uh then also if you're listening to us on itunes leave us a review there and also let us know whether or not you can uh find us because uh once again uh apple has updated their software the app store itself still complete dog shit uh when it comes to trying to find a podcast on apple podcast so uh just only hate towards that company once again uh without further ado y'all let's go ahead and say goodbye goodbye uh fuck apple all my homies love spotify peace hell yeah hell yeah (laughs) deuces